hey now, you're an all-star, get the game on, go. Hey everybody and welcome to the 35mm Colonoscopy Podcast, <laughs> the show where we go colon deep with our unfiltered takes on the movies we've been watching. My name is Spencer and I'm joined by my main man, Gio. I'm also joined by my other good buddy, Aaron, who once ate a cardboard box. All right, guys. Today, <laughs> that's a true one. That That's true. That I is did. a true one. An actual true Aaron intro. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, like one's, to, that one's know. a fact. Mostly they're, they're lies. Also, uh, I, I want it to be noted that neither me or Gio knew <laughs> that you were going to start that uh, All-Star. I, I, would also, uh, I would also like to note that uh, a year ago, almost to the date, I was working a Smash Mouth concert <laughs> at, oh my, my, at my job. Oh my god. That's good. It's a good jumping off Jesus. point for this. I, thought, I honestly thought you were gonna say a year ago to this date I was eating cardboard boxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was probably doing that too, though. I was about to say oh. how far we've come. Yeah, and then I and there then I went to Jack diets. in the Box and some and watched some guy like a you know master oh, the counters. Yeah, I'll bleep that I, out. Oh, but... oh God, yes. I'll bleep that out. What but... else? Honestly. You don't have to. You, Dr- you know, there. some drunk girls hit on me and uh, my other manager. You know, it was rad. <laughs> That's good. another yeah. it was good. Tuesday. Sounds like oh yeah, uh the movie is Squid in the Whale. Forgot <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we're doing a movie here. <laughs> that may be a <laughs> <show. laughs> Um All right, so yeah, uh, today's movie, The Squid in the Whale, 2005 Noah Baumbach film. Um this was my selection. Uh, I'm super hyped about this movie and talking about it. I'm gonna turn over to Gio now for uh the initial thoughts. Uh, interesting. Okay, so yeah, uh, so for those that don't know, The Squid and the Whale is, uh, is directed by Noah Bombatch, written and directed, and it's basically like a little bit of an autobiographical piece about his family life growing up in New York, and uh, it stars Jeff Daniels, you know, Jesse Eisenberg, and um, and it just, it just goes through the, uh, the kind of divorce proceedings of this, of this family, and how it just affects the kids. And uh, as well as uh, as well as both the parents and I I to be honest you might you guys might be surprised I did not really enjoy it that much to be uh, uh, to be quite frank yeah it, it's just uh I don't know it had a weird air it was like uh, I don't know that almost that you was not liking interesting yeah I surprising surprising yeah, I kind of I, I honestly expected to enjoy this one but uh I don't know even I kind of tried hard to enjoy it but it just wasn't. I don't know. Maybe I don't think it's maybe it's just a, a time where a movie just genuinely is not for me. Uh, That's fair. I don't know. It's yeah, it, it's hard to explain. It's almost like there's an air of uh, how do I privilege, if I can Ooh. if I can say that. Um, it's it's just hard to pinpoint. It, 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 there's definitely I don't know something uh, something that's just not there hitting hitting for me i mean it's 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 a perfectly competent as as just like uh, an average movie you know shot composition writing uh, all that is perfectly competent it's just there's something that isn't hitting there for me yeah that's fair that's totally fair uh i mean i'm gonna have to give an opposite opinion well not maybe not opposite but i i really enjoyed this uh I liked Noah Bombatch's marriage story. Obviously, we talked about that in hopefully previous podcasts. I don't know how, how, what order these are coming out in, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I thought this movie was really interesting. I find it interesting that both of the movies I've watched from Noah Bombatch are uh, about divorce. Yeah. But I, but I think <laughs> yeah. that this actually like takes it in like such a different direction that than Marriage Story did. I'm, I I was a little bit worried at first when like the the plot started to happen, and I was like. Is this gonna be like too similar to Marriage Story? I was a little worried at first, but it, it definitely isn't. It's its own thing for sure. Um, one thing that I found really interesting in this movie is I didn't know what year this was made, and uh, so it's shot in sixteen millimeter. I don't know if you guys realize that, but um, it, it just kind of caught me off guard. I thought that this movie was like uh older than it than it actually is. Like it kind of like threw me off for a second. I'm like, this was two thousand five. And it makes sense, like, Jesse Eisenberg is, like, relatively young still, but... Yeah. It, but, like you yeah. was saying, like, a really, like, competent movie and all, thing, all things considered. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I looked up a little bit about this movie, and um, uh, Wes Anderson uh, was mm-hmm. slated to direct yeah. it. 
and uh, he convinced Noah Bombach to uh, direct it instead, which I found really interesting. This does not... I don't know why he would want Wes Anderson to direct this. This does not seem like a Wes Anderson movie in the slightest. But... I, I would totally agree with that sentiment. Yeah, <laughs> this like just the script in general. Like, I I, I don't know. <laughs> it's it seemed really weird to me when I read about that. I'm like, okay, well. But I, I but don't I, know. I was I was going through the movie though, and I I, I felt uh, I didn't honestly. Uh, uh, I kind of went in a little blind. I didn't know that Wes Anderson was attached to the project. And going through it, I was like, I just kind of thought that Noah Noah Bombash was just kind of taking a lot of inspiration from Wes Anderson like sure you know I mean anyone uh, I think any first feature kind of takes a lot of influence from like whoever they, uh, whoever they uh, they uh, appreciate yeah or studied so I, I mean I thought it was it felt a little normal but then when at the end when the credits were all, I saw that Wes Anderson was the producer yeah uh, I, I, it, <laughs> I, I was like oh wow a lot, a lot of this is starting to make sense <laughs> yeah definitely Spencer, what did you think about it? Me and Gio have been really I mean, going into this. I I thoroughly enjoyed this film. I really, really liked it. Um, I had not seen it before. Um, we did it for this podcast, or, or did I know of its existence? Uh, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought, like, Aaron, you talked about how it seemed older than it was. Um, I think it's a good testament to, like, the way it was shot, where you're like, okay, this feels like it's taking place in the eighties without hitting like every single eighties trope that's in all the other eighties movies. Um, like it just kind of felt like, um, very, it was obviously very personal. Um, Gio, you mentioned it on another podcast where, uh, directors, their first movies are almost always super personal. I think it was Jonah Hill for mid nineties. Um, Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I really liked it. I thought the writing was just phenomenal. So many great performances, um, mainly from the, like, I thought even the kid, the 14 year old kid, I thought he was really solid. Um, and then Jesse and Daniels and um, Laura Linney uh, of Ozark, uh, they were all really, really good. Um, and this is, I, th- I mentioned it before, like my kind of movie where it's, um, you know, the cinematography is not particularly exciting but it's a phenomenal script and you give it to like this top notch cast and they just go to town with it. And that's what this movie was. And I think that was why I probably enjoyed it so much. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Hold hold on real quick. So you guys, it sounded like, so do you guys think that this is his first feature? Did you guys say uh, that? It's no, one of his first features, one of not his, first, like, okay, actual okay. first. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 I don't know. I, I, I might have accidentally, that might have accidentally said, but yeah, no, I, I understand that it's not. His My bad. I was, I was gonna say because he had yeah. two movies before this, right? If I'm not mistaken, uh, I, th- I think uh, uh, like a couple and then a short. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, the, that's yeah, um, the, yeah, yeah. I, I got it on IMDb. Yeah, the, this is his third okay. movie, and then he had two shorts before before this mm-hmm. for directing credits. Okay, okay. yeah, sounds yeah. sounds right. I I, I don't know. I, this is, it, it was just uh, kind of weird. It, uh, not not uh, not in any sort of like doing just anything off the walls it it, it just i don't know it, it i couldn't uh, i don't know it, this kind of seemed like a white a white people's version of uh, the movie crooklyn by spike lee uh it, i don't know i know you guys haven't seen that one uh, not. sadly but uh, if anyone looks it up it's like spot on the exact like it, it, this is the white version of that movie uh, it's just in every regard, uh, and I couldn't like get it out of my head. get it out of my head. I was I don't know. Uh, it was kind of funny. I, I don't know. It seemed like a little unrealistic, but I, I, I usually that doesn't matter in a movie. I don't know why it kind of stood out to me here. Uh, like, I don't know, is this what white families were like in Brooklyn in the eighties? I don't know. Uh, it, well, I think <laughs> it's 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 this is. I don't think this movie is like. I think it's more like Meyerowitz stories than it is like marriage story as far as Noah Baumbach's filmography goes, where it's, it focuses, I think, really heavily on artistic parents um, in addition to divorce. Um, I think that's what it was like. Cause like, you know, like Aaron and I, uh, believe it or not, are both white in case you couldn't tell uh, from audio. I think audio we made that joke already. <laughs> Whatever, Aaron. Okay. It's hard to keep track um but anyway yeah um and i i think aaron can attest our white families are 
absolutely nothing like this white family. Yeah. I mean, talking about their favorite literature at the dinner table. Um, you know, it's not Dickens' finest work. Uh, I, that that, minor that sense has never oh, been minor spoken. Dickens. Great line. You know, I'm, gonna, <laughs> yeah, I'm actually a... going to use that. <laughs> actually, coming out of this movie, I'm actually going to start using that. <laughs> it's a minor. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a, a minor mi- Seuss. <laughs> it's a minor <laughs> Seuss. You know? <laughs> it's a good one. For my speed. They, they also, I think, at least no green eggs on three, ham. Yeah, three, <laughs> separate oca- three separate occasions, one of them says, um, uh, very dense when they're talking about like yeah. a book or an article like, it's a very dense piece well of i mean part part of the movie is him like just basically like regurgitating information that his dad says from right? his father yeah. yeah yeah that's what i love so much i want to get in that now i mean one of my notes is um within the first 10 minutes you know these characters so well that's like true. i think he he gave us such good like glimpses into all four of the characters in four minutes you know the sides you know where they're coming from you know how they're acting it's just that i mean that was that's when i that was my first note on how impressive the writing was was the fact that we're i think it was at eight and a half minutes and i was like i i feel like i know these characters so much right now more so than i've seen in other movies in the entire film like he accomplished that much in eight and a half minutes and uh it's just a testament to what noah Bamba. Bombach or Bombach, I'm not totally sure. But what's it? We'll call him Noah. It's a one testament of, to what Noah. One can of the do. eternal mysteries uh, of cinema <laughs> is how do you pronounce Noah's last name? Noah's last yeah. name. <laughs> how did they it's... announce it at the Oscars? They usually mess it up, so I just pronounce it the opposite way that the Oscars do. Sorcerer <laughs> so, uh, Ronan. Uh, they probably said something like Noah Bombach. We're not saying it. Bombosh. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah, that. Yeah. He's Noah. You know, John, we're close with him. You know what yeah. though? It, it, like in the first few minutes, it, during like the tennis opening scene, uh, where, opening uh scene. what's it called? I, I what cracked me up immediately was Jeff Daniels. What I I, I don't know. It, like something happens. I, I'm not a, a tennis aficionado. Just something. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "Fuck! Come on, Bernard!" In like the most, <laughs> in the most like, white voice I've ever heard ever. And it just started dying immediately. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, that scene. Oh, I. What did you guys think of the of the characters in that opening scene? Because that made me, in those first minutes, I was like, this this woman. I'm not. I'm not liking her so far. She she was like getting super upset. It seemed like over nothing. And then like when the tennis ball hit her, I was like, okay, you need to chill. And she like flipped out and walked away. Um, but then that's like how we first see them and then it changes over the course of the movie you know and you kind of see it from both their perspectives they're really both awful oh they're they're both i was gonna say they're both terrible like i mean it starts out obviously with i I think it really starts out with like okay this guy's like a pompous like kind of like a prick yeah but it's really this wife's fault who's like you know who cheated on him who's like uh, you know, forcing him to move out and stuff when he obviously didn't want to. But then over the course of the movie, you realize that it's really the like Jeff Daniels' fault, like why she like felt the need to like cheat on him and stuff. And uh, I, well, know. I want to get into that a little bit because I think because she mentions um in a I think in the scene with Jesse Eisenberg that she's like uh, somebody I cheated on before I met your father. So like this is a, a historical thing, and then you know she cheated on, like with four different guys during their marriage. So it kind of seems like he, Jeff Daniels' character, is very difficult to be committed to, and she has problems with commitment. And it's just like a recipe for disaster. Yeah, obviously they're not right for each other. I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird, like, it's a weird situation where it's like you want somebody to root for. Like, you're looking for a protagonist, but none of these characters are particularly like the the good guy you know like i mean you see you see like snippets of it with like all the characters but i mean jesse eisenberg is like a total asshole too the kid oh, is like is, is kind he's of very sexist and misogynist and just oh dude awful. I, yeah. I have i have a, i have like a whole section of notes where it's just like shitty things that he was doing to his girlfriend and like talking about his <laughs> yeah. dad like he makes his girlfriend pay like when, when they go out with the well, oh my well, god well, come wanna, on now i want to talk about this hold on I interpreted that in a very different way. Uh, when Jeff Daniels takes the money at their date, I thought that was like, he's broke. He can't afford anything. And because you okay, can see but... Jesse Eisenberg's character is annoyed by it. He, he looks almost yeah. like shocked 
that the dad actually accepted the money and the dad's yeah. looking away. I think, I mean, he's ashamed of what he's doing, but he has to. Yeah, I, I felt like there was no shame in what he was doing. I, I definitely, I definitely agree. I, I, I got more of Spencer's interpretation in that, like Jesse was uh, was clearly annoyed at at, at Jeff Daniels or his, or his dad accepting the money, like he, as if like the dad, you know, respectfully should have just been like, no, no, I got this. But uh, but Jeff Daniels is kind of like a little ignorant in that, and where he just kind of like accepted, like, oh yeah, like you know, of course you're supposed to pay. Like, why wouldn't you? It type of type of thing, you know. Yeah, I I, I can see be. both perspectives, but I just saw it as like Jeff Daniels' character is just like <clears throat> oblivious to like what he's doing, basically. Like he's just he he almost stops seeing his sons as his sons, you know. That's how mm-hmm. I saw it. Like it, it progressively like gets he progressively gets further from family life, and so mm-hmm. and that's personified by the way that he doesn't really look at his sons as his sons anymore. You know, he's using them as either a way to like get at his wife. Or he's using them as like like friendship almost. Like he goes on the date with uh him and the girl, you know, like yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a little weird. It, well, I think he was very close with the Jesse Eisenberg and it seemed like he was not a huge fan of the younger one. Like he didn't really oh, seem yeah, to care about that one at all. Um okay. First yeah. of all, I would like to point out the the younger one's behavior because I know, that that Frank is super weird. Like, well, uh, Jesus yeah. Christ! We went a while without a uh, without talking about <laughs> it. But without bringing it I up, mean, yeah, I, I didn't know when we were gonna bring it up in the podcast, but I mean, my, you know, you got you got to face these things head on. This, I, I, I just wanna, <laughs> I just wanna let the audience know that Frank, the younger, the younger um, child's character basically masturbates uh, uh and, and then just like spreads it on well, spreads all of his comp on like lockers and various books and the I mean, library he humps the the bookshelf that was worse that was also weird <laughs> that, was also worse. Um, that was worse he might i mean it was worse than if he, if he, just he also it drinks right and like excessively like clear alcoholic. Alcoholic. yeah like he's an alcoholic at like clear alcoholic. how old is he supposed to be in this he was he was supposed to be like, like, like 11 and 12 yeah Real, I thought it was fourteen. Maybe I was no, mistaken. No, no, no. I don't think he ever explicitly said his age, but I, I guess like maybe the actor was young. Was the same as young. Yeah, yeah. Uh, either way, too young. No matter what, too young. Wait. Jesus, way too young. Yeah, uh, no. I, I would like to mention also the the metamorphosis shout out. Uh, I was uh, Gio was so happy when they did that. I was oh, like, God. oh my god, they're yeah. referencing this like a literary work that I actually know what it is. It's funny. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I'd also like to mention the only reason that we know this is because it was one of the one of the one of the stories we had to read in AP English. Humble brag, humble brag. In our high school uh, year, it wasn't in AP English. <laughs> Damn it! I, I feel like I feel like such a lesser right now. It's yeah, okay. yeah, it's a yeah, no. Don't don't worry though. It's a it's a it's a minor cough. You know, it's a, <laughs> you're not missing too much. <laughs> oh, oh, Gio, Gio. The, the, I think I, you just reminded me of the line. It was um. When, when Jesse Eisenberg says it's very Kafka esque, and she's like, "Oh, because it's written by Kafka." <laughs> I thought so that line so hard. So you, you tell him. You tell him. That's so like good. talking to us about film when, uh, <laughs> like when somebody like is like, "Oh yeah, I like movies," and they're talking about like the new the newest Marvel movie, and we're like, "Noah Bombach," and they're like, "Ah." <laughs> you know, no, then, like they're like I thought it was Noah Bombback. And you're like, you know, How about you shut up, okay? How about you shut <laughs> up? Sit down. Do you even know what cinema is? <laughs> you probably call films movies, don't you? Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> they're called film. Know your history. Respect God. it. Marvel, Marvel movies are theme parks. Didn't you hear? <laughs> yeah. Listen to Martin the Scorsese. Said so. The Messiah said so. Whatever. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. Yeah, oh, I also, I, um, do we still want to talk about Frank? Because he did, I, I can't, I, he did a weird thing with like his mother's underwear. I'm trying to remember. I think it was when he was. Oh yeah, he laid it out. I kind of, you know, yeah. I kind of interpreted that moment where he lays out his, you know, his mother, mother's underwear, and you know, uh, and, and presumes to uh, masturbate uh, it, uh, to them. I, I kind of just like thought of it as he's like trying to like, I don't know, imagine a woman or whatever. I didn't That's really I it too. picture it as. Yeah, I didn't really picture it as he specifically. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. He wasn't like doing it to his mom, but still, a little yeah, yeah. uneasy. Oh no! It, I mean, more all than of a his little, actions are more uneasy. than a little Spencer. Yeah, yeah more than a little Spencer. 
<laughs> that's not normal behavior. Listen, I was fine with the library scene. I thought that was okay, you know. But well, you thought you that that was okay. Scene, I don't know what you were doing, about <laughs> Spencer. But I was reading. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, dude. I was having the Bernstein Bears on deck. You were in the back, apparently, <laughs> dude. <laughs> with all the with all the other with all the books. Aaron Dream Magic Treehouse, and I'm in the back. Uh, dude, Magic Treehouse went off. Or... Don't joke about Magic Treehouse. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, man, those are classic. Those are classic. <laughs> all right. Anyway, we're, we're getting. We're, this is not a literature podcast, right? <laughs> but it could be. Uh, <laughs> um, they also. <laughs> God damn. Uh, I also wrote down a uh, William Baldwin question mark. Uh, I feel like we could definitely talk about his casting in this movie. Um, I was Who's very surprised. William Baldwin, uh, one of the many Baldwin brothers, played Ivan, the tennis guy. Yeah, I did. Oh, that. That was... oh, my God. My, my original, my original note was, my original note was Stephen Baldwin, question mark. And then I went to look at the cast after. I was like, oh, no, it was the wrong one. And I crossed it out, put William. Oh, man. These guys. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you related to Alec? Uh, that's that's right. how he's famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gio, I don't want this to be another Wilson Brothers situation. First of all, related to I, 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 I think it is because I totally did not know that. <laughs> you didn't know right now. I'm he's like, li- yeah, but now literally... that obviously that now you know now that you say that, like he looks uh, like basically exactly the same and he has, an like, uglier version. The voice, yeah. yeah, I don't know, like he has like that voice, you know, that Alec Baldwin voice, or like you know, as, whatever, like inflections of saying things. I, 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 I definitely. I hear that now, <laughs> now that you've just given me that information. <laughs> now, what's funny is uh, I watched this with, I actually watched this movie with my mom, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, she Ooh. called it, like, immediately. She's like, oh, that's uh, one of the Baldwin people. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, all right, for, for uh, you know, the people that don't know, my mom is not a movie aficionado, all right? Like, <laughs> She's not a cinephile? Like, I, I caught her watching, like, the Twilight trilogy the other day, all right? She loves Hallmark movies. <laughs> that's, that's what we're dealing with. And she was like, oh, that's the Baldwin guy. And, she, and I was like, Mom, what the hell? That's not Alec Baldwin. And and she went like, no, 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 one of the other ones. And I'm, like, looking it up, and I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> she's right. Like, <laughs> I'm the There's idiot. Oh, my God. I was, I was blown away. <laughs> I actually wrote that I in my notes. That, so that, that. His, his second movie was was born on the Fourth of July, which is like nice. a major blockbuster. Yeah. I don't know how that man landed that role. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm, <laughs> I'm presuming it was from Alec, uh, from Alec, yeah, Alec's fame, yeah, because that was his second movie, and it's fucking blockbuster. Oliver Stone, Tom Cruise, '89. Uh, you know, this is this is peak '80s blockbuster. Born on the Fourth of July. What an animal! What an animal! Um, also, uh, what was the other thing? Um, quite, we talked about Jesse Eisberg's character earlier. Quite an ego on that character. God. Um, I mean, that's a whole Particularly when, um, <laughs> yeah, I thought, like I, like, I noticed it before. I'm like, all right, he's a little egotistical. The part that blew me away was the scene where they confront him about him writing. I think the therapist confronts him about him stealing the song. Oh, yeah. And he asked him why song. he did it. Yeah, why did, why did you steal the Pink Floyd song? And he's like, I felt that I could have written it, so I didn't think there was anything wrong with me stealing it. I was like, oh my God. You said that? Yeah. I swear I missed that. that. I swear I missed you that. Oh my God. goodness. Oh my God. I mean, I remember the, the therapist thing. I just can't remember him saying that. Yeah, I, I know they that was, yeah. about it, but he that thought was he after could write, Hey You by Pink Floyd. By fucking Pink Floyd. <laughs> That's a great that song. That was after he way. asked the therapist. Yeah, no, the after. Film. I just want to. I, I just wanted someone to smack him. I was hoping there was gonna be a fight scene. <laughs> so wait, was that supposed to be Noah Bombatch? I'm, pre- I'm pretty I sure. I think so. I think rough, uh, man. I, 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 I hope it wasn't. I will. I hope he he wasn't supposed to be Frank because <laughs> otherwise, I, 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 would like, I would like for someone to check in on on Noah uh, right now. He's gonna be really funny if he was like. Yeah, if he was the worst aspects of both of the brothers, right. he's like, I took the worst parts of like my sexual stuff and put it into Frank, and the worst parts of like my personality and put it into Walt. And check um, notes. <laughs> check notes. Uh, Walt. I forgot. <laughs> Walt. Oh my god. By the best. way, Gio, you're right about these super white names, Bernard, Frank. Bernard. Oh my Dude, god. When I heard the name Bernard, uh, I was on the floor. <laughs> I, I was not expecting. To get hit with such a fucking 18th century ass Dude, name. Do you guys know what other movie 
that has come out in the in in this century that uh that uses the name Bernard. I want you guys uh, to guess. Spencer, uh, you can. Oh, you can I know. Bernard. I know. I know. Um, the Santa Claus. Yes. The main elf. You're not in, uh, right the, the main elf yep. in Santa Claus. Tim Allen's right hand man. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, dude. He his is name is Bernard. Bernard. Aaron, can you oh, give Charlie this, the snow you... globe? What's up? Yeah. Can oh, you when you edit gosh. this? Can you insert uh, applause after I get that question? Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I got you with the applause, so... Spencer. I got you. Yeah, we need to get. We need to get on our sound effect game. <laughs> Dude, honestly, just shout it out. I'll I'll get whatever sound effects like in the moment. Like, I'll listen to one of those. We need to get one of those bomb sound effects where you go, doosh, doosh, boom, 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 boom. You know, like, just like. And just fucking scatter it. Right, right, I'm, I'm throwing one of those bomb sound effects in right there. <laughs> right after you <Gio laughs> finish that. Two, 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 two. Just like it's just gonna, after after anything good is said, a, a bomb effect. That's what we need. We need we need a designated. Oh god. Bomb <laughs> I want to use the minesweeper sound effect for the bombs. God. Yeah, you know what? I don't know. It, all of like the kids' behavior, like it, it, however like bad it is, you know, you know what? What what the movie does great is showing how it's kind of like everyone's fault. You know, there's no like one person that gets all the blame. Uh, it, it, it's it kind of shows. Uh, uh, it, it very well shows how it's. Every, it, it, everyone is kind of a part of the problem, specifically the mm -hmm. two parents, the mom and the dad. I mean, what, I don't know, what, going into it, or, or like in the beginning when they're first talking about, you know, like the divorce to their kids and being so unsympathetic, I mean, I, I, there's like no way that a mother uh, would act like this, you know, like, I mean, come on, some of the things that she said uh, was just ridiculous. I don't, I don't know, just totally not caring mm -hmm. of, of of how the kids felt at all like not trying to be compassionate not you know what i mean either of them really were nobody was compassionate in this movie mm -hmm. there was no yeah, compassion in that whole family like it was at really all. sad yeah especially when frank started crying i think which is like well, i'm mm -hmm. i'm assuming a normal reaction to, to finding out that your parents are getting divorced yeah nobody it, did anything <laughs> like well, did the mom sit next to him didn't she kind of go over well like, yeah oh, but like after like a after like a couple like of dialogue, <laughs> it wasn't immediate. Also, <laughs> after they argue, after they argued about the cat, oh, can we talk yeah, about the sure. the nicknames that she gave her kids? Pickle Was it and chicken, chicken, chicken and pickle? Yeah. Nice, oh, yeah, God. nice. Mm. <laughs> that I believe that that was <laughs> that, that felt like an like uh, like an eighties white. Brooklyn dude, I was I was uh, waiting for her kids. Even I was even when I saw that, I was like, "Damn, that's dude, that's white as fuck." Come on, man. Like, <laughs> come pickle. on, please. Fucking pickle. Geo's Geo's notebook so is just—it's getting whiter and whiter by the yeah, minute. Yeah, this movie is getting wider and wider. It gets wider as we move. It, I I don't disagree. Hold on, I have to bring up this one thing because I, I put a note and I put next to it like I have to bring this up. But okay. at at 28 minutes, when there there it's a dinner scene, there are whole carrots on the plate. They're not. <laughs> I saw that. They're I not shaved or whatever, whatever it is. They're not peeled. The whole the carrot. stems are still on it, and that's the only thing that's on the plate. I, I literally, I literally laughed for like five minutes at that. I paused the movie and laughed for five. Dude, that was so funny. Carrots and oh I think God. it was lamb chops. Uh, but what, the lamb what, chops what, were not on the was, plate for a while. But they, they, they was this fell with on the, the floor dad? and then they got. Yeah, they they, they got... <laughs> oh yeah, that, it was it was veal cutlets. <laughs> Veal cutlets. That was, that's veal cutlets. I thought it was yeah. lamb chops. Fucking floored me. <laughs> <laughs> fucking drops them on the floor. The kid oh sees and they fucking eat it anyways. And then later, and then later, I think he's like to the wife. Uh, Jeff Daniels says like, "Oh, I've been making uh, what what do they call lamb cu couplets? Veal cutlets. cutlets. <laughs> the yeah, kids really yeah. seem to enjoy them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I loved about Daniels' performance was like the the matter of fact way in which he spoke in like every scene, except for like like maybe one or two really emotional ones. But like he was always really even keel no matter like what the tone around the others were like even in that scene he's like 
I've been making veal cutlets. The children really seem to enjoy them. And just like, <laughs> it was just like, like, he's always like teaching a class or something. I really like that. He was great. And uh, he was so good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Enjoyed Jeff Daniels and uh, and Jesse Eisenberg's characters in this. Not that I like I like them as people, but I I like uh, you know the uh, their writing and kind of mm -hmm. all their interactions. Uh, what definitely kind of uh, I don't know, maybe not threw me off, but definitely just seemed I don't know almost out of place. But then like uh, as I think about it, not really out of place was the was the uh, the the small sexual assault scene. Uh, yeah. I think it was towards like the the later half of the film. I think it was during I, the end. I, yeah, it was definitely yeah, in the yeah. end. I, I don't know if it, it maybe I was blind. It kind of felt like it was coming out of uh, out of left field. You know, it kind of it just seemed uh, a bit. I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain. You're it, talking it, it, uh, Daniels and Anna Pekin, right? The yeah. the college girl. Uh huh. Uh, I don't uh, know that it was out of left field because she had shown a clear interest in him. Um, it just, well, and it was, she had shown a clear interest. She, she, she said like, I, I've always wondered what it would be like to fuck you in that one kitchen scene. That's true. So, <laughs> and she was flirting with him in other scenes. Um, yeah. it just, the tone of this, like the tone of it felt weird when he opened the door and I don't know, it, it felt less romantic and I don't know, a little bit forced, but it was like two seconds. It was hard to tell. More than a little bit forced, <laughs> brother. More than a little bit. Yeah, it was, than, it was a it was getting on borderline rape. It, 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 it was basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, uh, oh my goodness! A, a near a sexual assault. Yeah, it's it was rough, man. I don't think it was out of left field. I think that um, she uh, the way that I interpreted it was that she was taking advantage of him. Well, that's the way that yeah, I looked yeah. at it. That no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, like by using his house, by using his house, <laughs> yeah. by. Uh, she was showing you know, that she had a romantic interest in him, and then bringing guys over to the house and like clearly taking advantage yeah. of him emotionally, and then it seems like he took advantage of her physically. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, um, but also she, yeah, she had a little little thing there with um, Jesse Eisenberg's character in that one scene. Oh yeah, <laughs> hit her in the head. Yeah, he gave her a bloody <laughs> nose, but. Uh... I was laughing so hard at that. I would also like to. Sh I would also like to uh, take this moment to shout to, uh, to to shout out her role as uh, Rogue in the X Men series of the two thousands. Because that's like literally all I was thinking about the entire time. Like she literally played Rogue, and I was like, she was Rogue in X Men. Every time she came up, like she was Rogue in X Men. Yeah, this is, this is Rogue. While <laughs> we're yeah, while we're on the topic of. Uh, these this cast and other roles when i brought this movie up uh, a little a few days ago and geo looked at the cast he said oh jeff daniels aaron said and i quote oh the the guy from dumb and dumber right that's where um, i know him from oh i'm sorry that I my dad exposed me to dumb and dumber when i was little hey my bad we, all of our we've all been exposed to dumb and dumber right but jeff daniels deserves more than that all right okay but that's what i think of when i when someone says jeff daniels i'm like oh him and jim carrey and dumb and dumber <laughs> hey listen i stand by Je jeff daniels in dumb and dumber i think that's a solid movie it's a hilarious <laughs> it's movie. a funny movie um also i think i i could be wrong on this but i think in that movie jim carrey got paid 20 million and jeff daniels got 100k um, Are you serious? Yeah, I'm pretty like I, it's like a, a huge pay disparity wow. if I remember correctly. Was that his first like film or uh, what? Can't couldn't I don't hope not. He was pretty old. At, I mean, yeah, he was definitely like old. in his like late thirties by the time that, that Dumb and Dumber came out. For sure. Lloyd. Let's see. Interesting, but oh, you know, well, 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 Jeff Daniels' character though, uh, uh, a little interesting bit of information is that Bill Murray was set to play his role but then he like backed out at the last minute because he just wanted to take a break a a after filming i think broken flowers yeah. uh yeah and i thought that was that kind of like just blew my mind because i feel like i don't know i feel like it would have changed the entire yeah bill murray bill murray's presence just makes everything more comedic yeah um see so yeah, I, I think jeff daniels was perfectly cast in this movie yeah yeah has uh Speaking of perfect casting, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, I wrote down, um, this is Jesse Eisenberg playing Jesse Eisenberg. 
Let me start again. Aaron, cut that out. <clears throat> no, I'm going to keep it in. Okay. <laughs> it's not because I'm lazy. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I'm going to start again. All right. I'm so mad because this was the note I made. I was like, I'm really excited to share this. I think they'll think I'm thoughtful. And then I messed it up. I'm really sad. I still, um, I still, believe, I still believe in you, buddy. Thank you. All right. I wrote down Jesse Eisenberg playing Jesse Eisenberg before he was Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> like, it's kind of that, um, you know, Je- Jesse archetypal role where, you know, the kind of like really nervous, kind of high strung guy, but it's super intelligent, you know? This is this is the forming. Uh, uh, this is the this molding is it. of yeah. the Jesse Eisenberg. Um, uh, uh, it's it's type. the beginning of his. It's the beginning of his metamorphosis. One would say, um, yeah. a, a very Kafka esque of you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, very. might I might I add as well while we're talking about Jesse Eisenberg, he looked so much like Michael Sarah in this movie, <laughs> just because of oh his age. Oh my god! Dude. Oh my god! That's I didn't one even first think notes. of that. He looked wow. like even more like because they already look similar, but he looked even yeah. more like Michael Sarah in this. It was crazy. He looks like Michael Sarah now, you know, Jesse yeah. Eisenberg from this movie yeah. and Michael Sarah now he it's, looks like the same. It's because they yeah. like uncurlified his hair. They made him. Yeah, I think they're trying to make him look more like Noah was when he was a teenager. Yeah, yeah. What I I would like to I would like to talk to the to whoever was doing the 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 costuming on the film because. His shirts, uh, just the, the, the shirts that Jesse Eisenberg wore, were clearly just way too big for him. There's no way that was in style in, in, in the '80s. No way, because he 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 that he was clearly wearing like some Wait, here, early. He was thing. wearing some early 2000s basketball yeah. tunnel uh, it, it, it <laughs> in that movie. Okay, he was wearing he was wearing the triple XL shirt with like the with like the sleeves a little rolled halfway up the forearm. There's no way this is this is what. Noah was rocking in the 80s. Yeah, there's no I, way. Come on. I, uh, maybe. Who knows? I mean, you never know, it, but I mean, it was the it 80s, definitely, dude. It was distinct. Yeah. And he was wearing late anything. 90s draft, draft, uh, draft fits. Okay? NBA draft <laughs> fit. That's what he was wearing. Definitely. He, he rated, Just getting he more and more obscure with the fashion references. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but actually, I kind of know what you're talking about because that was a, kind of a sports reference. So thank you, the Chio, for that. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Damn it! I what, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, uh, can we talk about the Jeff Daniels for young son ping pong scene where he's just being way too aggressive and like not letting him win at all, and then and, teaching like, his son that behavior? Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. And the son, son comes comes back and does it. Yeah, I, you know what? There was a lot of great one-liners in, in this movie. I, I think there was a there was a couple in that scene. I can't recall, but there was one when they were first getting like in, in the beginning when they were first doing the whole divorce thing. Jesse Eisenberg like goes over to his mom and he's uh, he, like confronts her about the uh, about the affairs that she's had mm-hmm. and uh, you know like asks her about it and then uh, and then he says under our noses like a brothel <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like oh Amazing. my god. I was fucking. I, I was dying at that. This is actually now that not really a funny line, but I'm going through the like quotes from the movie. First line was the young kid Frank saying, "Mom and me versus you and Dad," mm-hmm. and literally that's the movie. That's the movie, and they yeah. say in the first line, "That's really good." Yeah. God, oh wow! I did not even catch that. <laughs> I didn't catch either. That's a mind blowing. Put that bomb sound effect in right there, Aaron. Put it in right there. <laughs> All right, I'm putting it in. We're <laughs> oh, like, uh, is mom letting you drink soda? Beer. Since when do you drink beer? Well, since recently. <laughs> it's just a kid. Uh, considering recent events, I've I've picked up <laughs> I've picked up some beers. Yeah, dude. I mean, dri- driving them to the oh, bottle. Of course. And guys, how how could we forget? I mean, it was the only line this one kid had, but it was at the school. Where he's like, "I bet she can move her pussy muscles in such a way." And I was, oh what the fuck? Well, who said that? Wait, who said Gio, that? Gio, Gio, watch were you this watching movie? this movie? I was watching this fucking movie the entire time. I told, I clearly wasn't watching. Gio was checked out. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was like, "This is just a white Spike Lee movie." I'm out. This is, <laughs> this is white Spike Lee. You know what? Now I'm thinking about it. I I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be opposed to Noah Baumbach basically being the white Spike Lee. All right, He's, you heard it here first. 
Uh, I'm putting that in, as like a footnote in this episode. Today we no, talk about the white Spike Lee's uh, version of uh, "Do the Right." Uh, what's a what? What was the movie? Jail? Brooklyn. Yeah, there you Brooklyn. go. Oh, uh, I encourage everyone to go out and watch that movie. Jews <laughs> out here recommending better movies than the fuck no Bombatch apparently. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is really minor bombash, you know. This is, uh, <laughs> to get really meta with it, to get really meta with it. <laughs> this is minor bombash. Yeah, it, honestly, honest, it is. I, it really is. I mean, I'm not, you know, not saying that. It's actually, I feel like it's true. But to be fair, like I'm reading through the quotes right now, and it's giving me like even more of an appreciation for, for the writing. I mean, the writing movie. was amazing. I, I mean, it, it got nominated this year for an Oscar for writing. Yeah, I was a big like, fan uh, of the writing. I thought it was great. When uh, Walt goes on this like big speech about Citizen Kane, and the guy's like, "Sounds great. Who's in it?" He's like, "Oh, I don't know. I've just seen the stills. Like that's <laughs> such a oh, like that's such yeah. the whole family. That that's is... the whole family." Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, the one great uh, line about how he had that like the teacher wasn't convinced that the kid had read uh, Great Gatsby, right? Yeah. After after yeah. Jeff Daniels says like I thought his paper was brilliant or something like that and then and then he's like I'm not convinced he's he's read it <laughs> and then yeah. it just cuts away and you're like okay well I guess we don't know, you know if he read it or not. Even before that though, even before that though, I was like questioning like there's no way these fucking guys, uh, maybe the, the dad, but like there's no way this fucking kid is reading all these books or has the time. Where, where, mm-hmm. I, I have not seen this man pick up a single book. I, I think there's only a, <laughs> I think there's only like a small scene of Jeff Daniels reading and it's at the end when he's like in the hospital after like the the minor um high pulse. Oh he's, he's it's like, not even like a heart attack. Yeah. But he's reading that crime book and he yeah. and he's like, oh, you know, everybody needs pulp every now and then. It's like, <laughs> like what? Uh, so <laughs> good. Enjoy it. Enjoy he's it. Such an guess. asshole. Dude, I, I one they of the quotes are. I wrote down like dude, all the fucking is it's everyone's just an asshole. Like <laughs> It, it's such an interesting like this was somebody's life and this is how they chose to pre- like to describe it like one one thing i kept thinking yeah. about when i thought about this movie after was like how would you describe like your life how would you like want it to play out like a pivotal moment like how would you want like this yeah. pivotal like moment in your life to play out and this is just not how i would want any bit of my life to play out <laughs> yeah i feel like a lot of things made sense for, or connected it, it, it connected the dots for me in, in terms of Noah and uh, Noah Bombach and like his style. Like a lot of a lot of dots connected when after I seen this movie. Like okay, I can see oh where, where all this I mean, is coming from clearly. I can if I see how someone can if, fucking like write this. If I've taken like anything away from Noah Bombach, it's like I am like now deathly afraid of getting a divorce. Like uh, from this and why? Marriage Story and Myron Story. Why those like, three why? movies? Why? I feel like a lot of people are getting everyone's hurt. It. I mean, it's not a fun that, like, process. Like, on, everyone's doing it. <laughs> it's not a fun process, but I mean, if it's necessary for you, then what? <laughs> uh, no, it would make. I don't know. If, if I were with someone, and if, um, if I were with <laughs> oh someone, my god, Chuck Spencer, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> this man over here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Spencer, <laughs> Chad, by the way, any uh, eligible bachelorettes, uh, send me your information. I'm, I'm setting up a bachelorette. You need to put that, like, um, that music, uh, uh, like, uh, uh, on top of on top of that little audio bit. Uh, we're, we're, it's from, I think, uh, Hello, it's like Hello Darkness. Yeah, yeah, I got you. <laughs> that was oh, it's a great earlier. Simon and Garfunkel song. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a great song. The Sound fucking, of dude, silence. This is just like, silence. This is Bro. just like give Aaron, like, 20 minutes extra work on this podcast. <laughs> no, that was no, you know what though? The audience cannot cannot see our faces, but I was I I was looking at Spencer while he was saying that, and and it was literally he was looking down and he's like, dude, he's just stared off for a second. He hey, got lost. I do for, record. For like I do record. Uh, I do record video for this technically because the software I use. I can throw it Spencer's face if he wants everyone no. to see it. No, you can't. No, you oh, can't. You hear that, audience? He doesn't love I you. Swear. No, you can't. I swear. Right. Hair is a mess. Uh, I don't you know, even know. What's so happening. coming back to the to the to the uh, what is it? Uh, Noah Bombach being the white Spike Lee. It, it it got solidified for me, and I think I think my favorite line of the film, not for anything that it was like the most funny or anything, it was just so it, it, I, I don't know. It it just surprised me was the one where uh, Jeff Daniels' character is talking about like 
publishing, I think it was to Lily or something, uh, or it might have been uh, to the family, and talking about like why he fired his agent. And he said, uh, because he made a very disparaging comment about the Knicks, said they play like <laughs> I found that I found it really offensive. <laughs> and I just I thought it was oh my god. It, it, that's if that's not the white Spike Lee, uh, yeah, I, don't <laughs> no, I don't know what is. Yeah. He's I think he's our generation's Woody Allen, Noah Bombosh. Well, um, I, I don't know about that. I, in, in terms of like game. similar styles, obviously. Didn't, oh, Woody didn't Allen, Allen me too. Am I wrong? Dude, Woody, yeah, Allen, Woody Allen should be in a prison. Let's be honest. Woody Allen definitely got me too. And for for good cause, cause for good cause. Aaron, we'll, do? we'll talk after. Uh, I mean, there was a pretty compelling. Want to uh, mention it on child air? rape? Yeah, you know, maybe we should oh, talk about it off air. Um, got it. Yeah. Oh, it gets worse. Um. Anyway. Ooh. Yeah, Aaron thinks Woody Allen's a great guy. You and I disagree. That's the I'm, summary uh, of that conversation. I'm, I'm reading about it at the moment. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> married his stepdaughter. Yeah, yeah let's let's not get into it. But uh, all right, <laughs> I will I will no longer be uh, a candidate for Woody Allen. Let's hope he's not the this generation's uh, Woody Allen. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, have you been in a conversation where you were defending Woody Allen, but you didn't no. know what he did? No, has that ever happened? No. <laughs> Let, let's let's just say this. Let's just say this. The first, I looked up Woody Allen, Me Too, and the first thing, like, of, like, the people who also ask is, did Woody Allen marry his daughter? So let's just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh say we God. leave it at that. <laughs> and, uh, okay, stepdaughter. Stepdaughter. Yeah. Stepdaughter. Oh, wait, no. Adopted daughter. No, I think it was, no, adopted daughter, not even stepdaughter. All right, all right, all right. We're getting, adopted. we're getting, no, no, no. We're, 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 <laughs> we're not talking about, <laughs> we're not talking oh about God. this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, anyway, a scene that I really enjoyed from this film uh, when uh, Jeff Daniels drops off um, the cat and he and Laura Linney like get, like their first real discussion. I feel like about the divorce since they got separated or whatever. Um, and it just like my kind of scene, like great writing, two really good actors, and it's just two shots. It's one on Jeff Daniels, one coverage on Laura Linney, and they're just talking, and it's really emotional, and they. They both knocked it out of the park. They were both fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought the acting was actually very, like, like surprisingly good in this whole film. I mean, you can see Jesse Eisenberg. I don't know. Jesse Eisenberg doesn't even feel like a like a, a young actor here. It kind of feels like yeah, he's yeah. already got in the groove. So he's already, he's already got the chops. Even the young actor, whoever played Frank, uh, I, I feel like this was his like last acting movie, at least based on it his was. IMDb. Uh, he's yeah, he's was, yeah. he's definitely he's in deep behind the scenes though. I mean, he directed some a couple like uh, really? uh, things or whatever. I don't know if they were features, but he had some director credits which were recent. Uh, and, and, and obviously, just Jeff Daniels and and the woman that played the mother killed uh, killed their scenes. You know what though? There was there was there was one there was one scene that I thought kind of felt a little ridiculous was um was when Jesse Eisenberg like passes by the whatever like the chinese restaurant where sophie's like you know like any like you know staring through the window like in longing as she eats her noodles with her family or orders or orders food with her family and hides behind like the menu and then he like immediately runs and and goes to like a park and kind of like it it reminded me of that scene from hot rod where he like he he needs to go to his i need to go to my quiet place and he like you know through the woods it, it reminded me of that uh, and he like jumps into the into the into the pool or, or the lake or whatever that was I, I thought that was that was very hilarious you, you know what? Uh, one, one more thing uh this movie also shares a song with napoleon dynamite and lou reed's street yeah. hassle yep which is a classic hell yeah but uh oh all right um we yeah, I, I don't have any more specific notes there than I really like the final shot of the actual squid in the way of the museum. It was like a perfect little yeah. bow at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I'm I'm probably ready to get to closing. All right. Yeah. Fair. Fair. All right, y'all. Y'all want, want me to start it off? Yeah, yeah, you can start it off. All right. Uh, I think that this is a a good movie. I, I it's definitely in the upper echelon. I think I don't. I wouldn't say it's bad by any means. I think that. Everything about it is competent, and I think that the this is really carried by the writing and acting, obviously. 
Um, no, Bombatch definitely has like a specific style where he he tends to focus more on characters and like uh like the relationship between them rather than telling like a you know a, like a deep rooted story. But but he uses the characters as like uh plot devices essentially to move along the story between this family. And I think at the end of the day, this really is just like a family drama, and there's nothing more about it. It's definitely personal. I really like that aspect of it. You can tell that he like put a lot of like personality into this, and I'm glad that uh he he got to make a movie like this. It makes me hopeful for other people that are like looking to make this kind of movie for their first movie. Like we talked about earlier with Jonah Hill with mid '90s, I think that it's really important for filmmakers, especially new filmmakers, to do something that's super personal to them and that's what i think i like the most about this movie is the personality that it has it it has a really nice like heart to it basically and i think i'll i'll end with that Whoa, your score what would you oh have? right i al- i always forget to do the score uh probably like a 7 i think probably closer to a 6 than an 8 but i think it's good friends mm-hmm. Um, so I really, really like this movie. Um, it's definitely like right up my alley. Uh, I thought it was beautifully written, um, with four excellent characters and four excellent performances. The dynamics between them were great. The way that, you know, dad manipulates Jesse Eisenberg, the way he and the mom go at it, how Jesse Eisenberg adopts like the father's characteristics. There's just so much going on that I just loved watching. I loved how it was really tightly paced. Like there's very little fat on this movie. Um, I guess outside of Jesse Eisberg dipping his head in the lake, it felt like everything in here had a real purpose. Um, uh, flawed characters with great depth and fantastic dialogue. Um, I'm that I, I think I'll go like 7.5. I, I really enjoyed this film. Um, and even if it is a minor Noah Baumbach work, it's still a great work. <laughs> I would recommend it. Yeah. Very fair. Very fair. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, all that's been said before, you know, I mean, fantastic writing. You can see all of, you know, Noah Bombatch's, uh, whatever, writing tropes, uh, I guess, uh, of a Noah Bombatch <laughs> film. And you can definitely see all, all of the potential that came out of this, uh, when it, when it dropped, when it dropped, all of the acting was, was, was good. Jeff Daniels, Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is this is just one of those films that really just wasn't for me. Uh, it wasn't hitting like that for me. Uh, I couldn't get over the, uh, uh, the 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 kind of white spike Lee comparison I had in my mind, uh, and, and a lot of the a lot of the dialogue. Just I don't. I couldn't get past the kind of the unrealism of it. Though that that's more on me than than the film because it was uh, it, objectively uh, a, a good film. But for me, I would give it like a five, maybe a six out of ten. Thank you for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it. Till the next time, I'm Spencer. I'm Aaron. I'm Gio. And this has been the 35mm Konoski podcast, telling you that the next time you're upset over a girl, uh, maybe don't run to a lake and just dive into it. You know, uh, there's other ways to deal with your emotions. Um, so yeah, that's our that's our advice for today. And definitely don't masturbate on their locker. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Bomb sound effect. Bomb sound effect. <laughs> and that's how we end it. <laughs>